Thank you for tuning in to Let's Heal Podcast. I am Tyrell, your host, and I am joined today by Mr. Jay Tripp, author, advice columnist, um, extraordinaire. Uh, Jay, are you there? I am here. Hi. All right. We got it together now. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about um, the three C's. I like to talk about the three C's and I've been, you know, asked a couple times just an email, random conversation, I'm out in public, at work, people who've listened to it about communication, consistency, and consideration. So I'm always mentioning those things when I talk at a lot of my podcasts because I I realized that those three C's changed my interaction with people in relationships, whether it was a friendship, whether it was romantic, whether it was even a work relationship, it changed everything when I started implementing proper communication, proper consideration, and consistency. So, the goal today is we're going to break everything down one by one so that we can kind of get an understanding of each of them and educate people who are trying to learn more about the three C's. And I've decided to bring Jay on today because I feel like he is a great asset to this topic you know he's a great asset to a lot of topics that i have going on but this one right here i definitely needed his help so uh jay go ahead and introduce yourself once again to you know new listeners and reintroduce yourself to old listeners hello everyone um as he said my name is jay trip um, i am an author i am a uh, minister i am a uh just an all-around guy um i love to help people, um, give people advice, especially when it comes to personal advice, um, advice on relationships. Um, Anything in that arena, um, I'm your guy for that. Um, I'm excited to be on the podcast today to talk about these three C's. I do think that they're very important. I also think that they are the key ingredients to ensuring that you will have any type of longevity with any relationship. And it don't have to be just a romantic relationship, but you could use these concepts with relationships with your um, co-workers, your boss, uh, your family members, mom, dad, whomever. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. That's me. <laughs> all right. All right. Sounds good. So now, you know, y'all see, that's why I brought him on here because, you know, I get on my rants and tangents and I forget to say things and I feel like I need somebody else here who uh, would kind of keep me on task with that. So let's jump right in. We are going to start with um, communication. And I say I start with communication because when I speak to people out in the public, I'm always talking about effective communication, effective communication. Um, And the way that you talk to somebody, because a lot of times it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Um, Everybody does not speak, think, the, the same way that you do. And, and and until you learn how to, I guess, speak to the masses, your, your, your message will be misconstrued a lot of times and you'll be misunderstood. And that's the worst thing to do is to say something that you mean and is misunderstood or interpreted incorrectly. So, Jay, how do you feel about communication? Like what, what, what points could you give people about communication? Well, communication, I feel, is one of the biggest um, 
tools, and I consider these three C's tools actually, uh, but they are one, uh, communication is one of the biggest tools that anybody would want to master if they're trying to grow in any type of relationship. Um, even if they're just trying to grow in their own personal life, they should learn how to communicate even effectively to themselves. Um, one thing that I have learned in my, um, I guess my time here in my adult life is that people don't know what you're thinking. They don't know what's on your mind. And a lot of times we tend to assume that a person should know. And then not only that, we will get arrogant about it, especially when we're in a relationship and we will just expect and believe that the other person should just know what's on our mind. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's up to us. We have the responsibility to communicate whatever we are feeling. And then we also have the responsibility to get behind whatever reason we have a um, at, uh, just we we have a reason that we don't want to communicate things. Like for me, I, I do not like conflict. Period. Point blank. I just I hate it. Um, and the reason being is because I came from a relationship in the past where we was always in conflict, and I think it created just a really bad taste for me. So now in my current relationship. Um, I hate conflict so much and he's the same way that to the point where it can kind of get in the way of our communication. So we also also have, also have to keep in mind that um, all types of communication is good communication, whether you're having conflict communication as well. Um, and so we just have to learn to become more comfortable with sharing what's on our heart. Just like what you said, there is a way to share what's on your heart, share what's on your mind. There's something you always say, and I can't quite put my finger on it, um, but it's something along the line that you should always say what you feel, regardless. Right, yeah, and, and <laughs> it, 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 if you don't have nothing nice to say, say it anyway. That's right. Because, it, you know, <laughs> That's it what needs it is. to be heard. You know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, and it needs to be said. Most definitely, and um, I think that's one of the things that breaks a community, uh, that breaks a relationship now because um, a lot everybody has some set of expectations that they have, whether it's low expectations, extremely high, mid grade, and I think that you can make any type of situation with even the worst person work out if you two understand what the expectations are, and the only way you can understand what the expectations are is if you know how to communicate them. Definitely, and and I mean, I, and communication is not just with with words. It's not just a verbal thing. People don't understand that. You know, body language speaks so exactly. loud these days. Like you go out in places, and just the energy and the body language of certain situations or certain people can change your mood or your interaction with them. And then people will say, "Well, why is nobody interacting with, with me?" Well, you're standing here with your arms folded. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're rolling your eyes at everybody who walks by it's like relax your face loosen your arms breathe a little bit nobody here is here, is here to attack you and to be completely honest your body language is communicating to people that you don't want to be bothered so they're not bothering you <laughs> oh. that makes me think of something in addition um, this might be a little deep for some people um but you know, everything on this world begins with a uh, fragment of energy. So even at the molecular level, we communicate through energy and, um, and all of that is not oh, yeah. You know, and so even for those of the listeners here who are struggling to find 
Uh-oh. Or anything like that. I like say, no say that so, one more time. You said go back a little bit because so, it broke up. Say, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so it, those for anybody that's trying to find someone to be in a relationship with, especially someone that they would consider a soulmate type of person, um, I would encourage them to learn how to communicate through energy. Um, so when yeah. you approach certain people, you know how to read what they are communicating about themselves, just based on their their vibe alone. So this communication thing goes so deep, not just the verbal aspect of it, but it also goes down into the um, the, the, the the energetic and spiritual aspect of it. You know, that's how I was. That's how I knew how to approach my fiance. I could read what his spirit was communicating, and I liked what I could hear. Mm-hmm. So that showed me this is the type of person I want to go after or I want to engage and it just kind of went from there um, so that's and for people to consider how deep nonverbal communication can go you know when you're trying to communicate people um, it's more than just a nonverbal um, I mean it's more than just a verbal but like you said it's the nonverbal aspects of it as well right yeah, and communication and you also have to be open to that non-verbal communication you know because a lot of people right they mm-hmm. have and they probably still are working on learning how to center their own energy and the last thing that you want to do is go into a yeah. room and then you're inviting somebody else's energy in knowing that that's the only way that you're going to be able to understand somebody like if you walked into a room i i, I like to think theoretically and experimental a whole lot of times so this is just you know follow me for a minute you walk into a okay. room with people and nobody's talking and the experiment would be for nobody to say absolutely anything to each other but to base everything on how things feel non-verbal feel yeah and that's when you walk into a room and you see somebody who is you know giving you that extra two seconds of look and they really are interested in you or they the energy is inviting you have to be able to be open to inviting somebody else's energy in in order to know if your energy connects right so you know there's a lot of disconnected energy because you didn't really pay attention to what that person was saying to you before they said to you anything (laughs) that's good And that's exactly exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, definitely. That reminds me. That reminds me when I'm at work and I do a lot of interviews with my director, and she's been doing this for like 30 years, and so it amazes me every time when she's sitting there and she she can read the people before they even open yes. their mouth, and we'll we'll go over the results at the end of the interview, and then she'll go down this long list of predictions. Oh, well, I could tell based on this that this person is going to do this. Their behavior pattern is going to this they're gonna skip out on this they're gonna start calling in and i'll be looking at like, how do you how do you pick up all of that <laughs> and it's about knowing how to read people communicate non-verbally with them and i mean she'll pick up everything about their non-verbal cues and make her decisions based on that and it's just so uncanny <laughs> it's a you know it is it's something that you have to actually like be able to tap into and a lot of it takes you being able to be in control of your own energy first so that no matter who or what you come in contact with or who or what you communicate with throughout the day it won't affect your energy 
but you're exactly. open to hearing, seeing, feeling what this person is presenting. It you know when it comes to communicating back and forth with you. Um, we yeah we we, I, we could talk about communication all day long. <laughs> we yes. got other stuff to talk about. I don't want this to be a whole hour podcast because we gonna start losing people. So y'all keep if you're still listening up to this point, follow us. Keep following. Keep listening because as you see, it's get, it get juicy and it's full of things that you can take away. Um, the next C that we're gonna talk about is consideration. And it, it's in no order right now. I'm just going off the top of my head. But these three C's are something that I, you know, like I said before, have applied to my life. So consideration would be next for me because I have to, in addition to knowing that people don't communicate the way that I do, I have to consider the way that they do communicate because that's what allows me to be an effective communicator because communication only speaking but it's also listening and receiving in order to listen yeah. and receive you have to be able to consider what this person is trying to say what this person is trying to do like I said before you have to be open to their energy in order to know there's a connection there so what are your, your thoughts about consideration before I go off on this crazy tangent about consideration um so I want to go from the angle, and this is going to be more of a relationship okay. focus. Um, for those of of the listeners uh, and here on the line, for those of us who read, if you've ever read the book The Five Love Languages by Gary, I Chapman, love that test. He goes through five different ways that we communicate in relationships, um, and I've found out that this is not just pertaining to relationships that we are without um, romantic relationships but just the way we're interacting with people period you know um so the first one is receiving gifts the second one is quality time uh the third is words of affirmation and then you have acts of service which is the fourth and then the last one is physical touch um, the last one was what said again because it broke up again it's called physical okay. touch so Gary Chapman here, he, he, his theory um, is that we all communicate with each other uh, or not, not necessarily we communicate outwardly, but we all have our channels, so to speak, on how we receive our most intimate ways of receiving communication. It's like that, um, like that, that sweet spot for us. Um, and so this, this ties to consideration because, and I can just use my own relationship as an example, Naquan and I have been together almost seven years now. Um, we've never really had problems. Um, but as a relationship becomes very intimate and very close-knit, and as it grows, and if you want it to go for the long run, you have to start tapping into those deeper, way, way deeper places of the person. Um, and a lot of times getting to those places um, requires knowing who they are on, on that deeper level. And so as a relationship goes on, it's, it, it can become stale. And so you have to learn how to communicate with that person um, in a much more deeper way. And so these five love languages highlight those areas that you may or may not be communicating to that person. So if you're with someone and um, their love language could be quality time, 
and and you understand and you consider that the fact that you, that you guys never spend quality time together, then there is a break in the communication style that that person needs to get from right. you. So what that means is that you have to step back, um, become selfless in that moment, and consider what that other person needs from you in in a in a communication um, atmosphere. You know, so if, if you are dealing with someone that likes uh, sweet text messages every now and again, then you want to send sweet text messages every now and again, even though you might be the type of person, well, I like to have phone calls. I like to FaceTime. I don't like the text. Right. But sometimes you have to step outside of yourself and be considerate of the other person you're dealing right. with. Um, when you learn how to do that, then you can make interactions and relationships with that person a lot more rewarding. Definitely. And and that's, you know, it's consideration. Like you said, you have to become selfless when you start considering other people, when you start including others, because not only do you have to be open to their energy, they have to be open to your energy. And it's, it, it's all about, you know, thinking about other people, because we are in this life. And we live this life, we learn our lessons, and, and, and I've said that before, we we learn lessons to teach lessons. Exactly. And when you go through life thinking about that, you know, when, you, when you're learning the lesson, yes, it may be hard for you, but when you get to the other side of it, your job is, is, is to go back and tell somebody, I went through this, you know, and, and, and when you're in church, people call the testimony. Everybody has a testimony. So... <laughs> You know, I'm all about learning lessons, teaching lessons, and then learning more lessons from other people because I have to consider the fact that I don't know everything. I am willing to learn what I don't know, but I have to consider my source as well because some things that some people learn is just meant for them. Some things that people go through is just meant for them. And you know, it doesn't connect to you but you can put that in your bank of memory and say, you know what, I remember so-and-so saying they went through that. Let me see how they got through that and maybe I can try to apply some of the things that they said they did, if it works. But that's right. you also have to consider, like I said, the source. Because sometimes you 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 come into people's situations or into, people li- into people's lives and you're put there to help them through. You have, you have to consider yourself in that part. Like, is why, why am I here? why did I meet this person? Why am I interacting with this person? You know, a lot of times you're not put there to to, to help them through certain things. You're maybe, you might be there to motivate them, but you're not there to help them get through that because, you know, speaking from my past experiences and my, my past relationship, I was put into that situation to motivate the group of people that I was interacting with in my last relationship to get to another side of positivity because they were stuck somewhere Mm -hmm. and I went into it and I didn't consider that until later on and I was like you know what I'm I'm in the wrong job in this this situation because you'll find yourself in the wrong position in a situation and then you're trying to figure out well damn how do I get out of this situation because now it's become (laughs) my job to solve their problems when it, it wasn't my job in the first place it was my job to motivate you to solve your own problems so we kind of went all over the place with consideration you went to the relationship i tapped a little bit in the relationship but it, it's all in, in consideration so when you go into a situation you have to be able to consider 
who the source is and what they are offering to the situation and how and if you can apply it to your own life. That's what that, that when I speaking on consideration, if somebody's taking notes and you're thinking about that, remember those things, you know, remember who the source is, what they're offering, how and if you should be able to or have to apply it to your own life. And do you have anything that you want them to write down as far as consideration before we move on? So the two words that came to mind, just to sum it up, is to be present. Okay. That's what consideration is. I think it, it is to just just be present, you know, and when you are present, that means that you are participating in or you are you you have shown up and also with that you should be participating in whatever it is that you are present in so whether that is you um showing up in a relationship or showing up in a friendship showing up on a job uh, just showing up on anything um your job is to be present and to be able to engage whatever it is that you are are, are engaging with in a way to where you are benefiting from it and, and they are also benefiting from your presence. Because um, I think a lot of times, a lot of people, we get into relationships or even we'll take a job. Um, we might even buy a house or we'll do something. Um, and, it's, and it's so crazy how a lot of times we are not present when we take on these decisions or these connections. Right. It's, it's because we've told ourselves we need a relationship or we've told ourselves we need this and we need that. And then that's how we end up overextended or that's how we end up in a relationship with somebody that we're not uh, really connected with or that's how we end up um, taking on more of someone's baggage than we were supposed to. We were just supposed to kind of just maybe help them out a little bit, right. you know, um, and, and it, I think that comes from just not being present. You know, and so when you are present in something, then you ha are giving it some type of consideration. You are considering what's going on. You're considering your place in tandem with what's going on, and you're considering what your responsibility should be. Right. Yeah. That that that's definite. I mean, and like you said before, in jobs, because I recently accepted a new job position, um, and and it was crazy because as I was going through training, I was telling them, I said, "Y'all do realize that this is a relationship." You know, when, oh, yeah. when you were interviewing me, I was also interviewing you making sure that I fit in this place. You know, I was open to your energy, just like I were open to my energy. And I said, now that I'm here, this is a relationship. So while you want me to be present, be, you know, at work, be on time, do some work while you're here, I also need y'all to provide something for me. So this is a relationship. So at any point I feel like I'm not receiving what I need and deserve, I'm going to have to go somewhere else, you know, that's exactly and, right. And vice versa. Hell, if I'm not doing something that y'all don't, if I'm doing something that you don't agree with, y'all gonna let me go, I, I'm sure. You know, so people who are, <laughs> you know, going through the struggles of, of even work related, you know, you have to consider those things when it comes to getting a job. Yes, I understand we all need our money. And there's a lot of people who are taking jobs who they just trying to get some bills paid. They're just trying to make ends meet. I completely understand. I get it. But when you find that job that you really, really, truly want, make sure that the relationship is strong. Make sure relation the relationship with your job is a give and take one on both sides of the spectrum, on your part and their part. So that's right. You know, anyway, last but not least, 
consistency and I say consistency with confident hesitation and and the reason why I say confident hesitation is because I'm constantly talking about and screaming about how change is the only thing that's constant which is very true and that is very very true but in order to stay consistent through the change you have to be able to communicate your changes that's showing consistency so you know I don't want people to get confused and I had somebody say that before you know they were like Tara you always talking about how change is what's always happening the only thing that's constant is change but then you say consistency yes change is constant but as long as you're communicating your change you're still staying consistent so talk to us about consistency or tell us what your advice on consistency would be before I go off on a rant um so when I think about consistency um I think of just about our just our human nature, mm-hmm. our animalistic nature. Most animals, um, and and I'm pulling this just from my two cats I have, especially cats. They are very um, set in routine, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, us humans are very set to routine. We we get um, shaken up a little when our routine changes, right. um, and then we start experiencing emotional drawbacks from it whether we notice it or not um but all of that to me um, ties to consistency um the funny thing here about that though is that we tend to ignore a person's consistency when it's something that we don't want to see out right and that can include bad behavior um toxic behavior you know a lot of times most of us are always consistent right <laughs> with what we do if you have a serial cheater they're consistent exactly <laughs> and we consistently right. ignore it um so i think at, at, at the, the humanistic level we are very good we, we have a um it's a word i'm looking for but we are instinct we have an instinct to be consistent mm-hmm. or to expect consistency um, we just need to learn how to channel that into something positive. Um, and so when we're dealing with relationships or we're, uh, we're dealing one-on-one with people, um, we appreciate when they're consistent. Right. Um, but at the same time, we should also appreciate when they know how to change and change uh, with the times. Um, I've been in a relationship, like I mentioned already, for quite a while. Um, I would venture to say that I'm not the same person I was. I know right. I'm not the same yes, person I was yes. in 2013 when we met, and he's definitely not the same person that he was in 2013. Um, we are yeah, definitely in different spaces of time, different income brackets, different lifestyles. And so change is, like you said, it's constant, yeah. but you have to be consistent in your uh, communication, consistent in your other C that's not here, which is your commitment. You know, um, because when you are that, then when the changes of life happen, when um, the hands of change are taking you from one place to where you gained 40 pounds from 10 years ago, you know, as we know, that's something that's not consistent, but you want to be with a person that knows how to be committed to you and that knows how to communicate. If even if they were having a problem with the fact that you gained forty right. pounds, then you know they need to be able to communicate that. Because I don't think there is anything wrong with them having a problem with it, but it needs to be communicated. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, 
so that you know at the base of it those things that you can't control needs to be the things that are consistent and you can control communication you can control consideration you can control commitment even you know and those things that you have a hand in controlling should be those things that um remain consistent all the time oh yeah definitely so even though the only thing constant is change consistency needs to be a part of that change and communication of the consistency like when you i mean like you said when you like if a person is communicating their dislike of something that they're used to like because it's a break in the routine you know even even if it is a person like you were speaking about receiving text messages you know if you have built this routine of constantly texting somebody and you meet somebody your consistency is going to change because now you got somebody who likes phone calls instead of text messages me personally mm-hmm. i if, if it's a text message please don't text me in a long conversation but i also have to consider that my consistency's got to change if i meet somebody who likes to text every now and again i'll give you a conversation through text but it's not going to be always <laughs> you know and, and i think people will get frustrated at their own consistencies you know, they don't want to change. Exactly. They don't want to change their routine. They don't want to change what they're used to doing. And, and and it's crazy when you think about it, when you meet somebody, they say, I'm used to, and then whatever it is that they're used to, or this is how I do whatever it is that they used to. That's consistency for you. But it's going to be a change in the consistency when you are opening yourself up to other people other situations other relationships you know it's it all it's all tied together and that's why you know i like to stick with the consistency consideration and communication because when you apply all three of those in no particular order as long as they are applied it will Mm -hmm. definitely change your interaction with family uh personal relationships work relationships and even the public you know because a lot there's a lot of people walk around who are pissed off at the world and i find myself every day saying what in the hell are you so mad about you are able to be awake and you walking around a lot of people did not make it to this point today and i was talking to a coworker last week and i was just kind of reflecting in the middle of the day in the middle of our conversation and, and he was like well what's going through your mind because you just look like you're thinking i said it's, it's amazing how people take for granted the consistencies that they already have being able to get up every day pull the covers back and plant your feet firmly on the ground has been taken for granted by so many people yeah and they don't realize it until it's taken away from you and you can't get up out of the bed and when you put your feet on the ground you don't have any kind of sensation or not enough sensation to even stand up and hold your own body weight. But something so small has been taken for granted. My paternal grandmother was blind all of her life, as far as I've known her. And it was crazy how she could navigate around her house perfectly fine with no lights on and curtains on, I mean, uh, dark curtains on the window. And people who from the outside would come in and start flipping on lights. And it was like, well, why are y'all flipping on lights? She can't see these lights and she is perfectly fine. But your consistency that you brought mm-hmm. into her house tried to change her consistency without her agreeing to that. 
she is perfectly fine in here and you didn't even consider her feelings or emotions because you can't see when you come into her house she can't she ain't been able to see all her life so what she needs the life for I think that's a good call out because what that calls out is that uh, we should learn to be more self-aware yeah um you know being self-aware especially when it comes to dealing with other people their dynamics their ways their relationship you know connectedness um just being self-aware we are more aware of ourselves uh one thing and i think that i could probably say this is one of the reasons why um naquan and i don't have a lot of arguments um is that we have learned um to kind of examine ourselves first mm-hmm. before we approach each other with a problem right. you know we'll ask ourselves the question what well, am i overreacting or is this you know um a lot of this stuff ties together like the consistency the consideration i'm considering the the situation i'm considering is this something that's even worth bringing up is it me tripping mm-hmm. um and then i'm having that communication conversation with myself right. first before i even take the communication to him a lot of times you find out that some things are just not some things are just an ego trip on our side and we just need to get the hell over right. it overreact. <laughs> and, move, and, overreact. <laughs> and just move on from yeah. it you know and um that consistency you know when you drew the the picture of well you're coming into this lady's environment pointing out something that you find is wrong not realizing that it's not even something that's wrong for right. her right (laughs) it's wrong for you so that means that you know now at the same time you know you yourself because you're not blind cannot walk around in the dark and so if you need to turn the light on for yourself then that that just says that there is some some um self some some self-work that you have on your own to accommodate the atmosphere but that's not a reflection to say what's wrong with her why she don't have any lights on you know there's nothing wrong right. with her. It's just, right. you know, now you're having to learn how to, to accommodate her consistency. Exactly. In, in her environment. And that's what you have to consider. Like, right. When you present a problem to somebody, or you go into somebody's situation, you have to self-reflect before you get there. You know, before you get into that situation, in my grandmother's situation, I'm like, we all know that she can't see, so everybody's not going to here with anything new, which means that you need to adjust and be able to communicate effectively because she made sure there was enough seats close enough to the door where you didn't have to turn on any lights. And that's what I observed Uh growing up. I'm like, she can't see, but she also made sure that other people who can see don't come in here and try to change her environment. So let me make enough seats close enough to the door where y'all got to come in here fumbling around, falling over everything. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, these are just little intricacies that I observed growing up my grandmother she passed away a couple years ago and i'm glad to be able to have witnessed her strength because i've tried Mm -hmm. you know walking around with no vision man and she had nine children (laughs) wow you know my grandmother was (laughs) a strong woman (laughs) but um Anyway, we've been talking on this. We, I hope that everybody took away from this podcast some good information about three C's. Um, I didn't want to make it too long. I did want to invite Jay on here and take up all of his time. I'll leave him because we can talk all day long. 
about all of these things and even more things. So um, at this point, I'm going to end this conversation if there's nothing else that you have to say about any of the three C's. No, um, nothing at all, except the fact that um, these three things are more about being self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's all. And I think that if a person wishes to excel in any of these three areas, then they want to um, turn the light on themselves. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so tell everybody how to contact you, follow you. He also writes books, y'all. He got some good books. So um, tell them how to get the information. Um, so yeah, across all social media platforms, it's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My handle is I am J Trip, and that J is spelled out J A Y, Trip with two P's. Um, you'll find me posting just silly random things. Um, I'm gonna work on that actually, but <laughs> um, yeah. So you'll see just you know links to uh, my books that I've written. Um, you'll see links to my blog site that I have Hi J Advice where I give out just some random creative um, personal advice on just random life subjects um, if ever you have anything that you need some assistance with um, keep in mind I am not a licensed counselor so I will not be taking you on that type of right. journey but I can give you like a spitfire response about hey this is my thoughts about this you're not tripping or yes you are tripping and you need to change right. it. it'll be something like that um, so if any type of advice you need feel free to hit me up I get a lot of people send me direct messages instead which is fine um, but just know that I sometimes will take that and um, spin it on my website you said they, they said you what <laughs> that you spin like I get inboxes all the time about oh I, I need help with this oh, okay, yeah. you know what do you think about this situation and so a lot of people don't always go through the website which is fine but I still sometimes that's I'll use that to create the content right. and I'll just assign a fake name to them and you know kind of spin it it's all confidential so don't think that if you send me something in my DM um that's appropriate right <laughs> that um i'm going to just put your name out there because that's not um, integral and that's not a part of my ethic um, lineup so um but yeah you know feel free to reach out to me if you have anything um, that you need some insight on um that is my wheelhouse my giftings my anointing whatever you want to call it that's me all right sounds good and as everybody knows i am tyrell the host and the crazy person that y'all see on the street and on all of my social media. Um, my social media is Let's Heal Doc, D-O-C, not as in doctor. I'm creating a documentary. Somebody asked me about that the other day. And was, What's the doc? Are you a doctor? Absolutely not. I don't need that kind of debt. <laughs> and um, yeah, the email is letshealdoc at gmail.com. And um, what else? I haven't written any books. I'm working on that right now. If I can sit still long enough to write a book, I'll get one out eventually. Um, and But I do have a Let's Heal seminar conference coming up soon. So please be on the lookout for all of that. Continue to follow me. Continue to send me topics that you'd like to hear from me to discuss about. 
And, you know, I hope to have JL more often or, you know, at least a couple more times before he, you know, get rid of me, before he get too busy, get too big with all of y'all. <laughs> but um, that's our time today, y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in today. And I hope you like, share, follow all of those good things on social media. Share this episode with somebody who you think that it will help. Please take notes and share the notes. Until next time, that is our time. Thank y'all. Bye.